1: Entertaining. Knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Right. Live and local. It's time for the
0: Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler.
2: Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Toby Altizer. Primed for today. 4 p.m. I got my timer ready. Trista Crick is going live on the odyssey app i can't wait now she better be done by 4:30 cuz i'm jumping on rami's show at 4:30 but 4 p.m. i'll be listening to trista crick i live for the drama of the nba and that's why i love heat check i can stay up to date with my host trista crick who humorously breaks down the many storylines drama and rivalries that can make the nba the world's greatest soap opera from spicy takes to her hilarious interviews I catch the heat check so I can keep up on all the fun. So it's during the uh, finals. So you're going to want to listen. I listened to some on Monday. True story. Monday, four o'clock alarm was set. I tuned in. She dropped an MF bomb. Cause what I was thinking about doing is, Hey, I mean, Rami, why should Rami be on the air this afternoon? If he can just pull up the Odyssey app and blast Trista in our face. And, but if she's going to be swearing, which you can do on the app, you know, it's not the same guidelines. But I was very disappointed because my kid was around. I thought, Trista, these are spicy. These are hilarious, but my kid's not ready. So I'm going to, my kid's at daycare today. So I'm going to be curled up in my bed and uh, listening to Trista and be a heat check. I was asking Toby during the commercial if they. Mentioned this basketball game coming up at Miller Park. And then I, you know, you, you do that stupid thing where it's like, I call this Miller Park thing's driving me nuts still two years later. Cause it's okay to call it Miller Park. It was 20 years Miller Park. It's okay to call it Miller Park. But then you feel like the desire to correct yourself as if the American family overlords will know. Hey, did you see this basketball game at Miller Park? Uh, 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 I mean, American Family Field. Miller Park rolls off the tongue. AmFam, even if you call it AmFam Field. Blah. Hey, did you see this basketball game at American Family Field? No. Did you see this basketball game coming to AmFam Field? Hey, you can't say it. It's American Family Field. I, I know. It's signs. I see it. I just, I, you know, Miller Park, Miller Park. Well, Miller Park was a sponsor too. It's just, the, I don't, the, the thing that's bothering me is when I say Miller Park, I still feel like I need to correct myself or I feel like I, I honestly, I feel like I swore on the radio. You know, you, if you ever accidentally swear on the radio, everybody around you, like their eyes pop up, they look, they're like, what do we do? How do we get out of this? You know, that's the luxury Trista doesn't, she did not have to go through that. But here we have a, a dump button because, Actually, you're hearing this eight seconds after I said it. We're basically time traveling. You're like going back in time to listen to us. Ooh. So if we swear, we can delete it before it gets to you. So when we do that, it's like, ah, oh, son of a F. And it's like, no. That's how I feel when I say Amer- American Family feel, even just in real life, or Miller Park rather. Hey, you guys, you want to go to Miller Park? <gasps> what do you do? What did he just say? He said American. He didn't say it the right way. I can't even say it now. I'm all jumbled. That's what happens after you swear on the radio. You're like, you know, you're you're screwed up and twisted. Anyway, there's basketball games coming there. We had talked about this report a while ago. We had the Wisconsin men taking on the Kansas State Wildcats. It's actually going to be the Wisconsin men taking on Stanford. At first, I thought the Wisconsin women were taking on Stanford. Okay. No, it's the Wisconsin men taking on Stanford and the Wisconsin women taking on Kansas State, two basketball games that won't just be played in Milwaukee, women first and then the men, Friday, November 11th, in the Aurora Healthcare Brew City Battle at American Family Field. Don't call it the basketball games at Miller Park. It is the Aurora Healthcare Brew City Battle. Are we Brew City? Are we Cream City? What are we? So I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Toby was right. He thought that the center court would basically be on the pitcher's mound. And what you're going to have is you're going to have, according to the rendering, a few seats that you can buy off of the baseline, a couple of seats on both directions. Maybe the seats that are deep in the infield will be raised a little higher, but then if you just want to go and sit in the baseball stadium, you should be able to see wherever you're sitting. You're probably going to want to sit like first or second, first or third base line. You're probably going to want to sit in the 200s, I would think, is the best just based off this rendering if you're going to go watch. It's just like in the soccer when the soccer matches were there. If you sit too low, it's a little harder to see.
3: Yeah, I'm going to go sit in the 400s. I'm going to sit in the Eucharist. I'll <laughs> we'll never
2: go up there. That that The 400s is basically international waters.
3: There is no God up there. I'm going to pull a regular Brewer's occurrence at American Family (laughs) Field, and I'm going to go, and I'm never going to actually watch the game when I hang out in the concourse.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I love when these special events come because we talk about them all the time. We look forward to them. We think, oh, that'll be so cool. And then the day of, I asked a bunch of people, hey, you going to the soccer game? No. So we're all excited for this. Hey, you going to the basketball games tonight, Miller Park? First of all, don't swear in front of me. Second of all, no. But I'm excited. I'll, I'll try to check this out. A Friday night, women 1st They'll probably be four and six or five and seven or whatever. There'll be two games, doubleheader. You'll get your money's worth. So I think that should be a good time. So looking forward to that. Brewers, they play tonight on the road still. They've got Corbin Burns on the hill against David Peterson, and then Aaron Ashby tomorrow uh, against Tyler McGill. Now, With the Brewers, they obviously need wins. I had not been paying attention to the standings last couple of days. So to go back there today and see not only are they two and a half out of the central, but also two out of the wild card. We are so far from must win games, but it's more like a must show us something. Like show us, show us that there's signs of life here. I know that every team goes through stretches like this. You know, the Brewers, hey, they had a stretch like this in 2011. They had a stretch like this in 2018, You're right? We've, we've, we've seen those articles. But show me something. Corbin Burns, go out there and give me seven solid tonight. You were four and two-thirds your last outing, four and a third. Nobody's getting through the fifth anymore. Show me that we can have this streak stopper in you. Yelich, continue this hitting streak you're on. Seven straight hits, games with hits. Doing very well in the leadoff spot. Only one's an extra base hit that home run. Gimme a give me a Yelich Sargento Cheese double. Give me something like that. Give me a give me a two, three, four where they all get hits consecutively. Bring some fear into the lineup that we just are lacking. We look at these other lineups and it's like, man. How do you how do you do anything with these guys? I, it's, you can't you, you get through one, you get through you can't get through the other. The Phillies, the Dodgers, the Mets. Meanwhile, the Brewers lineup is just so like gross right now. Brewers lose four nothing yesterday. Uh, you know, Hauser right away, as Craig Council will say, hey, you know he had a he had a rough start. You know he pitched well, he settled down, but by the time the first inning was over, it was three nothing. It seemed like that game was going to be over. Hauser goes four and two thirds, four and runs, a lot of bad defense behind him. I said it before, but it reminded me Jace Peterson fielded a ball at short in that area. Like I did as a soccer goalkeeper, I might make the save, but I'm going to look like I just learned how to stop shots doing it. I'm falling over and the ball's still squirting out. It was not good behind Hauser yesterday. So, council started with that where, yeah, the first inning was bad, but all in all, soup pitch great.
1: It looked like it was going to be a long night for
4: Hauser and uh, 37 pitches in the first inning. Um, what was wrong there
1: and how did he turn it around?
5: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought Adrian did a pretty good job. I mean, I, you know, the 37 pitches, um, you know, we had two infield hits there, um, two balls we get our glove on that we don't get outs. Um, so, you know, there wasn't... you know they made him work obviously the the first hitter makes him throw nine pitches and then and then hits a double um he, he battled well through the inning um but they made him throw a ton of pitches. But, it, it, you know, he didn't, he didn't pitch poorly that inning necessarily. Little little, you know, he had some maybe too many misses um, that kind of let him, let him into some deep counts, but came back and, and pitched pretty well. I mean, that, that line score could have looked a lot different tonight, I thought.
2: You know, and I agree with that. I think that one of the problems, too, with this losing streak that they've been on or this stretch of games that has been so rough for them is that they're not able to get to their bullpen. They're not able to get to Williams or Hayter. And then you have your starters come out after four and a half, four and two-thirds, five innings, and you need guys like you know, Trevor Kelly and Brent Suter and whoever Josh Haders only pitched three times this month. You know, he's had he had that you know layoff for a while, but this month he's been here. He's only pitched three times. He has one save. And then another outing they were lost in extras, and then the inning against the Phillies, he blew that save, gave up two home runs. But one save so far in June. He had 8 in May. He had 10 in April. And now he's not even getting the opportunity, really, to come in. So a big strength of your team you're not even able to get to. I think, for me, a big problem with yesterday was when it was 3 nothing. who among us did not think the game was over? We all did. And I think the Brewers start to think that, too. Because they're playing from behind in a lot of these games. It's not like they're having big leads, and then they blow it. They are just they start behind, and then that's it. Well, it takes Hauser a while to get going. All right, well, we can't afford that right now. We need a strong first inning. We need a strong second inning. Otherwise, you're going to get games like last night, 4 nothing. You got shut out for the fourth time in June. You got to be able to hit. And everybody's right. It does put more pressure on these pitchers because they know if they give up three runs, Hauser knows the game's over. Everybody at the plate knows the game's over. It's not a good mental space. They're saying the right things, but... The production's saying otherwise. More from Craig. And I mean
0: that makes a huge difference,
5: right? For him to get through almost five. Yeah, well, he—he, he, I mean, that's—he pitched pretty well the rest of the night, um, and I think he pitched pretty well the first inning. He wasn't, you know, the first. I thought the first hitter hurt him really. It was, you know, that you throw ten pitches and you double. Um, you know, the second, the second hitter. Um, you know, we we get our glove on a ball and don't make a play. Um, so it. You know, then we're looking at he's kind of you know he's he's got his work cut out for him with the middle of the order coming out. It's hard to have Brent before the game about you know he's trying to kind of be mentally more locked in, um, especially yeah. when he gets on the mound right away. Was tonight? Yeah, know, I mean, I, Brent's had some good. He's strung together some good outings, um, and. <sighs> You know, with with our injuries, we we need we need it. So it's encouraging to see, and um, I, I think he, he threw the ball great tonight. Made quality pitches to, to to all kinds of hitters. So it's good to see he's, he's throwing the ball well. Craig, for the offense as a whole, um, just kind of the inconsistency, the up and the down, especially against you know, good teams. Obviously, they're going to have better pitching, mm-hmm. but. I mean, is is there, do you have an like a reasoning explanation or is there like a cause of concern with that at all or is kind of, is yeah I mean I think we got to do better I don't think there's any question about that um, you know we've, we've got to do a little better um, you know obviously getting shut out th- that's never gonna work but I think um, I think we can be better I think we will be better um, yeah I mean that's, that's this is this is the story and we just we just you know, there, there's some signs of some guys tonight. It was kind of shut down, but um, you know, obviously we got to we got to put more good swings on the balls, got to put more pressure on the pitching, got to got to hit more home runs. Um, all all of the got to get on base a little more, um, and uh, otherwise it's you know kind of waiting for that that just hoping for that home run or that two out hit is you know is, is going to be challenging. Even tonight.
6: Feel like a lot of near misses, even
5: with the shutout. Um, did, did you feel like that's a like? A well, close? yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's it's always close, you know. But it, it you got, we got to get it done. Uh, bottom line.
2: Your um, ears did not deceive you, Craig Council. You never go full Mike Budenholzer. Four betters in 14 seconds.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think we got to do better. I don't, I don't think there's any question about that. Um, you know, we've, we've got to do a little better. Um, you know, obviously getting shut out, that's never going to work. But I think um, I think we can be better. I think we will be better.
2: Uh, the next thing we're going to be talking about with Craig is lack of adjustments. What does he really do? Is he only here because Giannis is here? we got to be better.
5: I mean, I think we got to do better. We've, we've got to do a little better. I think we'll be better. I think we can be better. I think we will be better.
2: Unbelievable stuff. 414-799-1250, Tyler's in Tosa. Tyler. Hey, Byron. How's it going? Good. What's up?
4: Well, first of all, I'm going to ask you a couple of true or false questions related to the Brewers, and then I'll get to my point here of why we need a trade for some offense. So first of all, true or false, Paul Goldschmidt has more home runs than Christian Yelich has RBIs.
2: Oh, that's got to be true.
4: False. It's false. Christian Yelich has 22 RBIs, but Paul Goldschmidt has 16 home runs. That's
2: still disgusting.
4: Yeah, so it's almost it's almost a one to one. Okay, okay, secondly,
2: okay, all right, all right.
4: And secondly, what matters most to the Brewers, you know, is the is the contract, true or false? Paul Goldschmidt makes more money than Christian Yelich.
2: Oh, I think that's false.
4: That is correct. Paul Goldschmidt only makes twenty two million dollars a year to Christian Yelich's average annual value of twenty eight million dollars a year. So he's a bargain compared to Christian Yelich, and he's almost one to one home runs to RBIs for Christian Yalich while banning three fifty. So like that's why we need like you you made actually made a good point what we need a that we can't even use Josh Hader. You you're gonna have to I think you need to trade some of your pitching for some offense because you can't even use Josh Hader. He's already what's a you're down four nothing or three nothing. You can't even use Josh Hader's skills in any way.
2: Yeah, now he's the. I'm not. You want. You don't want to trade him, do you?
4: I am. I, um, it just depends on what kind of package you're going to get. Because if you get, what's the point of having him if he's just going to sit in the bullpen the whole game? Yeah, right he now. Can't get offense going? Right now. He can't, he can't use him to, to close out a game.
2: Tyler, thanks for the call. Yeah. yeah, right now, right now it's at a stretch where it's like. A good call. I always like to play a little trivia. I thought he. Okay. Um, right now you aren't using Hater, but Hater, you, you're not – you are not. You need him. This team is built. You're, you're going to need him. But there's a lot of other conversation about coming up, like, should we trade Woodruff? Should we trade Peralta, who's hurt? So I don't think that that's – should we trade Ashby? Should we trade whatever? Where are you with this, Toby? I, I, I don't want to trade – I know it's a position of strength, but I imagine this team winning with Woodruff and with Burns – Kind of the same thing, like I like I think with the Bucks. I imagine them winning with Drew and Middleton and Giannis, like they did. So when you start to think of trading those guys, look, maybe you can convince me in a package, but I don't really even want to have the conversation with, with Woodruff and Ashby and Hauser and, and even Lauer. Like these are the guys that we have. The pitching is the strength, but if it is the strength and you have a lot of it, and you're deficient in other places. I can, undersee, or I can understand why people... I want to trade from
3: the prospects.
2: Yep. Get, get rid of all of them. Yep. I don't want any of them. <laughs> I don't care.
3: I, no, I, that, there's that,
2: not one minor leaguer I'm attached to. That trade is, them all.
3: That is exactly what you do when you're in this phase for the Brewers. I you trade the prospects. I want to keep our pitching. Yeah, I want to keep them. Here's why I say you can't trade the pitching. If you were a team like the Dodgers and you had the money, you could pay or trade the pitching. That's fine because you can always pay pitching. But pitching in general costs more than hitting because good pitchers are so few and far between. And yes, the Brewers have an abundance of them, but are we sure of all of them panning out? I I don't know that I can always just assume that the next guy is going to fill in, you know, Paul's idea of let maybe consider moving Brandon Woodruff. I'm sure some people are thinking, let's do that, because you know who's going to fill right in is Ashby can step into that role. Freddie Peralta can move up to number two. Ethan Small's going to hop right in. My issue is, can you find bargain bats that can still hit, you know, 250, 260 and give you something? Yes, you can. You found a guy like Hunter Renfro and you can find guys like that, Avi Garcia, Hunter Renfro, and you can get guys like that by either trading or paying for them in free agency. Are you going to find a guy like Brandon Woodruff on the free agent market and be able to pay him? Not a chance. Corbin Burns? Not a chance. Eric Lauer? More than likely he's going to get priced out of your range too because another pitcher that is pitching solidly. So to me, there's only one guy that I would even consider trading, and that'd be Adrian Hauser out of all of them. And the only reason I would say Adrian Hauser is because I don't think his ceiling is ever going to get any higher than where it is right now. I think this is what Adrian Hauser is. And I, I don't know to an extent that Craig Council's wrong. I don't know that he's pitching badly, but the way that he pitches, he depends on the defense to do a lot of his work for him as well by putting the ball in the ground. And the defense hasn't been very good this year. So I would consider moving Hauser because – This is just what he's going to be. He's never going to be a top-end-of-the-rotation type guy. He's going to be a ground-ball pitcher that's going to rely on the defense, and his ERA is probably going to sit around the high threes to low fours, which is a solid pitcher, a three or a four on most teams, and that's fine. So I can move him. Aaron Ashby, he could end up being a top-of-the-rotation guy. Ethan Small, I still don't know what he could be, but he could end up being a top-of-the-rotation guy. So I'm not moving any of the pitching, and then for people that say, let's move Josh Hader, well, what happens if you get into the predicament of, yes, now you've got the bat? So you got to think about it on both sides. I understand Tyler's point of, we need to move Josh Hader because we're not even getting put in positions to win these baseball games. But what happens when you bring the hitter in, and now you're ahead, (laughs) and you're blowing saves? Yeah, then you're going to want Josh Hader. So ultimately it's about winning these baseball games and getting rid of Josh Hader for a hitter. I don't think that makes a whole lot of sense, especially in the middle of the season. I know you think that Devin Williams could step right in and do it, but believe me, I don't want to go through the heart attack of watching Devin Williams in the ninth inning every night when they're trying to close out a game. Love Devin Williams. I'll live with him in the eighth, Boxberger in the seventh. I, I think this team has the stuff, and you're right. This is the time to trade prospects. You know, How often do teams that are in contention package a couple guys that are good and then bring in someone to really help out? Think about the Cubs, right? When they went on their World Series run, they traded Gleber Torres to the Yankees for a rental of Aroldis Chapman, and he was a big reason why they were able to win that World Series. This is the time, if you're the Brewers, to send one of your prospects off to bring in a quality bat, a quality pitcher, whatever you want. Whatever you deem is the biggest need, now's the time to do that as opposed to trading off some of the bigger assets for other guys that can help out. You keep the core intact, and this is when you trade your future away for the present.
2: Yeah, every one of the top ten in the prospect, they should be gone. Trade all of them. This is the window. This is the window. Oh, well, they've done so well with Woody and Burns, just redeveloped. Okay, okay. They've done well with their pitching. So just we're going to redevelop a Cy Young award winner. Yeah, we'll see about that. The Sean O'Connell, and then we'll get to Rami. What's up, Sean?
1: Hey, I have – these are all great takes, and it is a bit of a conundrum on what to do. Uh, One, I am glad that this – every year we kind of hit the schneid. I'm glad it's this part of the season that it's happening because I think – uh organizationally the brewers do tend to be a little more successful when they're chasing rather than being the front runner so um i am happy about that anyway uh silver lining type thing um yeah what who who to who to trade who to send away uh i have an idea that might be a little bit uh, out, outside of the box and um, instead of I think what they need mostly is just a change of mojo, and I think a change in leadership is what might be uh, uh, what does it. Um, And the person that I think is maybe we move on from bench coach Murphy. Uh, Give him uh, – Fire Pat Murphy? That's right, Bart Winkler, because listen to this. Uh, You know, he is Craig Council's mentor – well, Craig, mentor, uh, Craig's, he's uh, tied for the winningest, and he's going to be the winningest brewer uh, manager in history. Maybe it's time that Craig moves on, brings in a new voice, um, and then two, if he can do that, it shows the rest of the team that, hey, if... So he's got that- to fire
2: his mentor.
1: I'm not saying he has to.
2: Oh, he would uh, never uh, do it. You're fired. Maybe we'll trade Bart. Pat Murphy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. so, uh, Pat, Pat Murphy for Tim that, Allen. <laughs> yeah, we we uh, Speaking of which, Tim Allen, Yeah. We, what, what, did we, what did we learn from that interview? That one, Pat Murphy is cranky, and two, that, <laughs> oh, they're all trying so hard. Oh, they're trying so hard. Nobody tries harder. But nobody tries harder. Well, maybe they should try less. How about that? Yeah, try, try less. Hard. Hey, Trying hard has not gotten us anywhere, and then he's going to be rude to Tim Allen, and, oh, he tries hard. He always tries hard. How about uh, take these guys bowling instead or something? Uh, to Go
2: paintballing like it. the Packers did.
1: Go paintballing, yeah. And, and you know, and, oh, my God, can you imagine? Everybody would probably shoot that cranky bastard. He'd be covered. But, uh, anyway, that's, that's what I think because – they're they're not going to move any players. They're not going to break up the core. They're not going to, they're never moving hater. And that is the way. So just um, Craig can uh, uh, show these guys that I am going to give up something that I am personally invested in to make this better. And, you know, hopefully that would show them that they're more important than, you know, something, uh, uh, That is important to him. Well, it's certainly it's
2: certainly a take, Sean. Thanks for the call. We could talk about that a little bit more with Rami. Although Rami's Rami's got an announcement on his show today. He says he wants to make it here. He was going to start his show with an announcement at three. He wants to make it here. Interesting. So we're gonna Rami's got this announcement, like a show announcement, like they're going on Twitch or something stupid. I don't know what it is. (laughs) But whatever this stupid announcement is, we'll hear from Rami. I want to tell you quick about 4th Base. I'm going to let 4th Base tell you about 4th Base, the restaurant you can find, again, near the Stadium National Ave, because they tweeted out a couple of pictures. They say, kitchen open 10 to 9 today. Take a look at the deli case and pick from our great seafood selection, including jumbo shrimp, jumbo scallops, Alaskan king crab legs, oysters, and more. Tell the chef what you're in the mood for and create. And they've taken a picture of their deli case that is fresh from this morning and in it, cause you go in there, it's like a sports bar atmosphere. And then you see this deli case, like you would see at a, a butcher shop or a, a, like a deli, like a deli. And there are steaks in there and there's meat ready to be cooked up and there's burgers and there's tenderloin. There's all this stuff. There's the crab legs, there's the scallops, there's the shrimp. And then, you know, there's veggies that you can fry, the asparagus, all that stuff. And it's ready to be made. You essentially can just go up to it and say, hey, could you do that for me and that for me? And yes, I mean, it's like full service for you. It's really cool how you can order at fourth base. Check them out on national. Great place to watch some of the games. Certainly when they're in town, pre or post, but then during the games, like when they're on the road, as they are tonight, you go for lunch, long lunch today. You could go for, you know, tonight for dinner and watch the game. Fourth base on national. Check them out. Fourth base one is where they're at on Twitter. If you want to see some of these pictures and I, Retweeted them at Thinks as well. But 4th Base on National. Check them out on Facebook. Rami's big announcement. Uh, I'm I'm guessing he's going to Twitch, where he's going to start Twitching, streaming his shows. That's what I'm guessing. That or, God, what else could it be? Rami is going to work two hours a day instead of three? I mean, I don't know. We'll find out. Rami next.
4: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks
2: used with permission. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Toby Altizer. And joining us is Rami Makhlouf today on a Wednesday, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Um, so I'm not, we're, it's, it's like swap shop week at the fan. You did the big show yesterday, and I'm coming on your show today instead of yesterday. Now, keep in mind, I will join you after I got to get this in. After I listen to Heat Check with Trista Crick. I live for the drama of the NBA, so I live for Heat Check. It helps me stay up to date with my host, Trista Crick who humorously breaks down the many storylines, drama, and rivalries that make the NBA the world's greatest soap opera. There are spicy takes and hilarious interviews, and I catch the heat check to keep up on all the fun. That'll be today at 4 p.m., exclusively on the Odyssey app. Well, I was going to suggest to you that you just play the heat check, but then I was listening Monday, I was, and she swears on it. Yeah. So, you know, FCC and app regulations, they are what they are. So I wouldn't, uh, but I wouldn't miss today's, uh, today's show. You've been, I've been hearing the promos. You've got this big announcement and then you said, I want to do it on your show and I'm humbled and honored. My guess is that you have signed up for a Twitch account and you'll be streaming your show on Twitch. Oh, what game are you going to play? Super Mario 2? <laughs> I asked for tips on Twitter for like a month. Nobody tipped me. I put the money thing there. Yeah, you can do it now. Anybody can do it. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it on there. I should have done it um, during the chair thing because then people would have paid for my chairs. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Oh, yeah, this is going for my chairs. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is going to uh, stop the steal. Yeah, sure. I'm just going to pocket it all. Sure. All right. So, are you doing Twitch? Uh, no. no I'm not, I'm not doing Twitch. Uh... Well, what's your little announcement? Well no, I don't believe you. I, what's the real, announcement? It's, that's the real announcement? Okay, and then I thought I started to hear you cry. Well, uh, this is a complete shock to me. No, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> Wow, I, I am just stumbling around. Yeah, I was just gonna say, haven't you done this before? <laughs> you, you uh, you're like the Grover Cleveland of the fan. Two terms, non-congruent. Little president, little 1800s presidential humor for you, or maybe Trump. I don't know. So how come you can't say where you're going? People always say, oh, I can't say where I'm going. And then, like, two days later, they say where they're going. Because there's an announcement coming. Aye, 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 aye. I actually just got an email from one of the trades, and they say, big announcement, Rami and Zabe in the morning. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> no say it ain't so Rami. No, I'm not going to much say so Wow. Well. All we ever were of you was a stepping stone anyway. People ask me, where do you want to go? Where, where, don't, where, don't you want to get out of that Godforsaken hellhole? And I say, first of all I did that already. that was called Fond du Lac. when I when I um when I left Fond du Lac to come here full time, I was the morning guy in Fond du Lac. I gave my two weeks and then I gave my like I did two weeks of goodbye. It was actually very self-indulgent, and I'm kind of embarrassed about it. Two weeks ago. Well, I had like all like the familiar guests that I had and all that. I had them come on one last time, so I thought that part was kind of cool. But then I was like, hey, I'm going to call everyone in my family and talk to them on the air. I mean, it was just brutal. The amount... Yeah, it's like Sam, you Sam better buy you a cake or something. No, I don't want to. I don't I don't know how to handle, I don't know what to do today other than
6: say the last rounded show, you may call and uh say goodbye if you are so in do. mind. I don't know what else to do. Like I, do I do I book big surprise guests to say goodbye?
2: 'Cause that's not a surprise to me. I'm the one doing it. Well, you got me at four thirty. Yeah, and I'd like to make an announcement of my own. I want to make an announcement on my own. No, right now. Because of the fan jamboree week continues, I will actually not be doing this show tomorrow. I'll be doing Rami's show tomorrow, which won't be Rami's show, but then I'll be back in the morning on Friday. Well, I'm, I'm doing your show tomorrow. There's no way in hell I'll go to afternoons full time. Because then that's like my whole day. Yeah, but then it's over and my brain can turn off. Yeah, but I can't like start drinking at noon. Like I. No, it doesn't matter to me. I like waking up first. Well, I take naps. Yeah, but I've, I i don't know. My body's figured it out where I, I come in, even if I'm like so tired, as as long as the microphone hits at six, I have this like, like I adapt, like severance. I almost severance myself. You haven't watched it yet. But it's like a new, it's like a new guy. And then I, I go back to lazy old fat me at 10. But right now, like I got pep in my step. I'm up. I'm, I'm like, I'm loose. I'm having conversations. The other day, my wife's like, you don't like having conversations. And I said, but that's my job. And she goes, I'm stunned that you talk for a living. You hate to speak. Or a respectable job in any way. I got some comments here on Twitter. Uh, Tony from Texas has already offered your slot to Ram on the North side. Uh, Corey says, Corey says, Congrats, Rami. Nobody saw this coming when you were gone three times a week for the last six months. (laughs) Uh, Mike, Mike, the tainter. It says are you are you going on the are you going on the live tour yeah wow yeah i had a two-week goodbye for myself it was very self-indulgent it was very gross i will miss you i think uh you know well i mean we'll still talk but will we But then I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's not say too much about that. But I, I, well, I'd like you to have you on mine, of course. I'd like to continue speaking with you. Um, don't say that. Don't commit to it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't commit to it just yet. Um. But no, I think that you know, just as a. Yeah, I don't know. I just wish we could have had a show together. No offense. I'm not like, no offense, Toby. He's standing there crying, but. (laughs) I just really, I just really enjoyed. I I mean, I just really. No, I just really enjoyed our Bucks run together last year. I really enjoyed that. And I'm glad that even though like. You know, you were always faking any like for any Wisconsin sports ever that we had that, that it was with you. I don't know. It was just, it's fun to share that with you. I was just at Lambo this weekend. Yeah, uh, we were in Green Bay for the weekend, and I took my son there. And Tidal Town, I always crap on it, but that place is awesome. They have a place, but Tidal Town, the district, they have they have like a park. I've never been there. What did you say? Well, I've never been there. Sorry, I'm distracted. Somebody text me. Do you know where Rami's going? And I'm telling him where you're going. <laughs> well, it's a friend. It's a friend. He ain't going to tell anybody. Yeah, a, it'll be a, next, week, next,
3: week. next week. Yeah. Re- real quick, Rami. Also, congrats, and uh, we'll miss you here. Um Do you think you could beat Bart's 40 time that he recorded up at the Titletown District? Yeah, that's what
2: I was getting to. They have a place where you can run the 40. It's really cool. Like, you just stand on the starting gates, and it knows that you're there. So then the timer goes, ready, set, go. And then you run on go, and when you cross the finish line, it stops. It's, like, all, like, censored. Um, I ran an 8.8940. At Titletown. Yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, 889. Yeah, so in high school, I only ran a He six. played goalie. <laughs> yeah, I played goalie. Well, that's why I told my dad I wanted to play goalie because um, I didn't want to run anymore. And then, so I played goalie. No, I, like, ran. I did midfield and, you know, stuff like that. But I wasn't – I can't run. I'm so – my body is so slow. I just – I can't – like, I can't move. It's – yeah, it's really ridiculous. And and I, then it's like I got halfway through and I I started seeing, like, you know, an Oasis at the end, like a Mirage. I was like, jeez, I'm just I'm just struggling. No, let me say again, though. Uh, so the Bucks run was fun. Um, you know, obviously, we used to do Barnack, and I just got too lazy to ever write a new one the second time around, whatever. Uh, but doing these hits with you have been great, and I've loved coming on your show. And obviously, I like you and your friends, so good luck. Oh, I love you, Rami. I'm going to send you pictures from my weekend with my son. We did the Lambo leap. And that, and then my uh, brother-in-law gave him a bear's helmet to hold while he was wearing a cheese head. Yep. So I, I would totally tweet that out, but my son is not a prop. And it's not... It's I, He is not giving consent. I, all I'm saying is that if I was 16 or nine and whatever how old I was, and I found that there were just pictures of me everywhere on the internet, dude, it, it ain't it ain't it's not my life, it's his life. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we've. I don't. I don't know. I don't even want to do that. Like, do you need to prove that I actually have an offspring? So I think some people still think I'm faking the whole thing. But I share it here. I share everything I need to on this show. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. I do have to share one more time that Scrub-A-Dub has uh, $13 a month. Unlimited car washes. Sign up at scrubadub.biz. Scrubadub, hard to say, easy to use, but you can join the Scrubadub Scrub Club. Scrubadub.biz. So let's reiterate the announcement. You're out of here, deuces. See ya. Wow, so we had uh, the last Rami 10 years ago, and then Rami. And Tim's show ended prematurely, and now Rami's gone. Jeez, how many goodbyes can one guy get? <laughs> no, Tim. Tim was like, <laughs> Tim was like, no, I'll do it for two weeks, and then all of a sudden, Rami and Tim are on billboards everywhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, oops. Uh, not what we had in mind, but all right. Well, uh, I got to go, but I'll talk to you later today. And my only gift to you is my presence. All right. See ya. Rami Makloff. deuces to Milwaukee again. Who says we don't break news around here? Who says I'm not a reporter? He texted me, should I say it on your show? I said, it's up to you. Meanwhile, thinking, you better, you ass. All right, see you, Rami. I'll join him at 4.30. Big show up next. Rami who?